0: <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Waffle Free Stories for Kids. It's Tina here, and this is the second last story of season one of Jack Horace and Jemima, the Hoof McGraws of Noodlewood. Hey, this story is in two parts. This is the first part. Oh, hey, we got a cliffhanger at the end. And then there's a final, final (laughs) part. So strap on your boots. If you haven't listened to the first nine stories in the series, then go and do that first so that you know who everybody is and what they've done so far. As always, these stories are inspired by words sent in by you. And we have three magnificent words for this story. First of all, we have army men sent in by Uriah in Spokane, Washington, USA. Thank you, Uriah. That is fantastic. Army men. Okay. Army men. Then we have pumpkin (laughs) pumpkin sent in by Koscian in Johannesburg, South Africa. Thank you, Koscian. That is a beautifully random word. (laughs) Pumpkin. Finally, Oh, from Adrian, in Canada, we have Jaws. (laughs) Okay, Army men, pumpkin, Jaws. All right, all right, let's see what happens. (laughs) Well, Jack, Horace, and Jemima were still buzzing from Wilbur's birthday the night before. It had been such a raucous party (laughs) that half the forest was still up, awake, and telling each other their favorite bits. As the day wore on, they all talked and chatted and laughed and danced their way out of the center of the forest to where the leaves thinned out and the sun shone through. Only Jack, Horace, and Jemima stayed behind because the reason they came to the center of the forest in the first place was to climb the tallest tree to see if they could find their way home. So with help from Wilbur the woodpecker, <laughs> two owls, a few fireflies, and a sticky spider's web, the hoof Climbed and climbed the tallest tree of the forest. It was so tall that they were sure they could see clouds and stars, the moon and a planet. <laughs> passed them by on their way up. But still they climbed until finally, one by one, their heads broke through the leaves and oh, My goodness, from where they were, it was like they could see the whole world. On one side, there were massive mountains and rolling hills. On the other side, there were great lakes and deep oceans. And then on another side, there were trees as far as they could see. And on the last side... <gasps> oh, no, 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 there was a fire! It was a huge fire, a burning bright, an angry fire, a fire that burped out smoke and sparks. It was Jack who found his voice first. <gasps> he said, it's the volcano! Then... Horace squinted and stared, and he said, Is that the volcano where we met Brufus the Buffalo? It was Jemima who realized the important bit. That's the volcano around the corner from home! Whoa, well, Jack, Horace, and Jemima were so astounded that altogether they yelled, Fire, 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 fire! And in a moment... All the animals of Noodlewood heard them and ran and flew and crawled and climbed their way through the forest towards the raging flames. It had to be stopped. But how do you stop something so big? Jack, Horace and Jemima scrambled across the treetops and squeaked when three great eagles swooped down and lifted each one up. The closer they got to the fire, the hotter the flames became. They looked down and saw Brufus kicking water out of the river. Then they realized that the volcano hadn't erupted at all. There was no lava. The volcano was sound asleep. So how did the fire start? It was Jack who noticed the crazy fungi farmer, the one with the mushroom field. Do you remember him from story three? He was sneaking through the forest, lighting matches, setting fires, looking very worried and very scared. Well, the message that a human was starting the fires soon spread through the forest. In an instant, every creature began to search for every human being they could find. If one human was starting a fire, they all could. And in minutes, every person in Noodlewood had been picked up, scooped up, and tied up. Ha! The people who drove the excavators were there. The people who drained the lakes were there. Even some of the people sublim-ate were there. And there was one new human with them. One that none of the animals had met. An army man. All dressed in green and brown and looking like a shrub with branches, twigs and sticks. (laughs) Sticking out of his hat. When the people tried to tell the animals what to do in their own forest, the great mother dragon stretched her wings, spread out her claws, and pointed to the army man. You, she roared, speak for the humans. What have you done to our forest? Ah, the mother dragon let out a tiny spark of her own fire, so the army man knew she meant business. The army man stood up very straight and very brave. I don't know, he said, but just because one human did something terrible, doesn't mean all humans are bad. I am here to find my daughter, but let me help you first. Well, at first all the animals were confused. There were no lost children in the forest. They were sure of that. Maybe it was a trick. Could they really trust this human being after all the damage the others had done? It was Jemima who stepped forward. She held out her hand to the army man and said, if we all work together, we'll put this fire out. Do that, and we will help you find your child. Well, with the army man and the Hoof McGraws in the lead, all animals raced through the forest to stop the crazy fungi farmer starting any more fires. They worked fast. They worked hard. They worked together. And before the fire had spread another inch, they caught the fungi farmer. Oh, ho, ho! there he was with his blue dungarees, his orange checked shirt and his wide brimmed hat. <laughs> it's not my fault, he squeaked. I'm just doing what I'm told. It's not me who wants to grow pumpkins. What? Why, this didn't make sense to anyone. Who would want to grow pumpkins in the middle of Noodle Wood? Bowie, said the fungi farmer when Brufus the buffalo threatened to sit on him. Bowie, said i must everybody stared at the farmer bowie the beast of noodle wood that bowie the fungi farmer coughed and splattered in the smoke he came to my house one day he trampled my mushrooms he broke down my walls and he pinned me to the ground with huge terrible jaws And he told me to burn down the forest and grow pumpkins. All the animals stood around the fungi farmer. The flames burned hot. The smoke got thick in the air. They had been so busy interrogating the farmer that they hadn't noticed how close the fire had got. It was only when they heard heek, 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 grrr, heek, 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 that they realized the fire had been a trap to get all the animals and the hoof into one place. Powie, the beast of Noodlewood, still had hiccups, and he was out for revenge oh oh, oh, oh my goodness what's gonna happen next okay quick move to the next story to find out what happens it's tina here there is a part two to this final story of season one it's coming up next so go get a drink if you need one otherwise hit play on the final final episode Season one (laughs) of the Hoof McGraw's Half Noodle Wood.